Okay, welcome to machine learning. Why will pensions fail to deliver the promises they made? What you earn in retirement is generally based on what you earn while you work. If you earn more, you get more in retirement. If you earn less, you get less. So if you earn more, it follows that you will have more in retirement. Well, that logic is okay. Um, if you're, let's say, for example, if you're saving 10% and you consistently save 10%, then when you retire, you're going to have more in retirement than the individual who saves 5% and maybe earns less than you do. Um, so that's only true if you have a percentage. Uh, also, if we're talking about Social Security, the more money you make, the more you make in retirement, but there's a maximum amount that you'll make in Social Security. I think for for my uh, Social Security, it it really I can't live off of Social Security alone. I have to have uh, a 401k savings also, and I've calculated out what that dollar amount, and then I'll retire. The reality is more complex though. This is because life expectancy and inflation both grow over time. And we've really experienced a lot of inflation lately. I know for a long time they said, oh, we only have 2% inflation. But I figured based on China's inflation, which was about 6.5%, that the consumer price index was broke. And I'd, I'd said that for a long time, that it wasn't looking at all of the uh, items in the basket were were not a accurate reflection of what was happening in the economy. And so I assume we're, that our inflation was about 6.5%. And that number, uh, you know, starting around 2000, seemed to be consistent with how expensive things were getting. And so uh, I believe that we were moving with about the same inflation rate as China was. So, um, Higher inflation and longer expectancy means that pensions will be less generous than expected. It also means the cost of a pension to the state or tax grow payers will grow. And so pensions are a lot like the interest rates on national debt. They're just going to increase to a point that it's just not feasible. So, uh, you know, we know that we pay interest about $329 billion a year on interest the national debt and pensions um, are very large about 1.25 trillion dollars uh, US pensions and so uh, that burden on the states to and taxpayers to make that uh, pension payments or keep funded in the pension is going to be expensive and it's also going to indicate that probably pensions are going to be underfunded, and that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, the reason for this is simple. The reason is that life expectancy has grown faster than pension systems have increased benefits. Life expectancy increased uh, because of better health care, more awareness of preventative um, measures so that you could take care of illnesses before they got to be catastrophic, so you can better medicines, biotech is starting to take effect, AI in in healthcare is is really strong and and, uh, expanding. 
and a lot of good startup companies now are using the uh, biological protein models that Google is making available, and they're creating businesses around that, and they're bringing new products to market faster and much cheaper than it has in the past. So rather than looking for a random solution in uh, by doing sampling, they're able to find solutions in simulation because they can now model these proteins and uh, they can then identify, create drugs that are really specific to that, that Ill, illness or disease. Uh, when the state pension was introduced in the 1940s, the average expectancy was 65 for men, 71 for women. That meant that the population was relatively young and the state pension was designed to be paid for the current tax, uh, from current tax receipts. Okay, so what that means is, why did they create pensions? Well, they needed a way to keep long-term employment, and so a pension was an incentive to work a certain number of years for a organization like a state state organization, fire fire worker, firemen, policemen, uh, different uh, state state employees, and and that state employee employment is very huge. There's a lot of people that are working for the state. Okay, today life expectancy has grown to 79 years for men and 83 for women. This means the pensions will have to pay out more than it did than original assumptions were made. Okay, so yeah, originally when they calculated life expectancy, they used a certain number, and they, based on that certain number, they figured out how, what their payout would have to be per year and how much uh, would have to be ingested or brought in to, to uh, keep net positive. So this means higher costs and lower benefits. So that's how you adjust. So it follows the cost of state pensions will grow faster than the rate of economic growth. Government finances are thus likely to struggle to keep up. The failure of the pension system to deliver on their promises will be stark. States owe a, own a total of $1.25 trillion in unfunded pension benefits in fiscal 2019, the final year before the pandemic, people are living longer and drawing on their pensions for greater amounts of times. Pew projections in September 2021 indicate that pension debt had decreased below the $1 trillion by the end of fiscal 2021, and state pension plans reached the highest funded level since the Great Recession. Unfunded pension liabilities as a share of 50-state personal income increased sharply during the Great Recession and kept growing until it peaked at 8.4% in fiscal year 2016. That's because many states deferred contributions to pension systems during the downturn, then made insufficient payments to keep unfunded liabilities from rising. Growth was also partially derived by lower than expected investment returns and in some case expanded for uh, unfinanced benefits. You know, I've got a um, article which I may have uh, talked about or may not have, I, I don't remember, but talked about um, how if the pension funds are investing in the stock market, they were not getting 
the 9% returns that they needed to keep funded. So the stock market growth was not going to keep the pensions from being underfunded. So I think the pensions are not going to be able to deliver, and um, and that that's the, the you know here's the reasons the the return on the stock market or return on their investments whether it be bonds, stocks, or real estate, is not going to to keep up at the nine percent or so rate that uh, uh, funds are flowing out. Okay, the, this is not the only reason why pensions will fail. The biggest uh, pension challenge comes from the fact that private sector pensions are becoming increasingly un underfunded, according to the National Association of Pension Funds, which represent. Okay. So there is an organization in the UK that says that those uh, pension funds are not are are not being funded adequately. Uh, the reason for underfunding is simply the amount that can be saved is falling. So people don't have as companies and people don't have as much money to save, and that's due to inflation. And so higher prices and so forth are causing less savings. And people are having to work longer, and there are more people in the work in companies, and companies are taking on fewer people. And we saw that. The machine learning shows that the employment trends are down. There's less people that are being hired, more automation is occurring, and and uh, and for that reason, more sophisticated software, more automation in the software, and less jobs. And the private sectors are underfunded, and so if you're looking to pensions as the source for retirement and a comfortable retirement for long term, you may want to stay and work a little bit longer. Um, I know I've looked at my retirement and I don't plan on retiring when I become eligible with Social Security. It's just not enough money. <laughs>